This podcast is intended for adult listeners. It contains coarse language and is not suitable for younger listeners. Or some older listeners. Or just some sensitive listeners. Don't be sensitive if you're going to. Yeah. Go away. Don't even listen any further. You might already be offended. We already lost you. (laughs) (laughs) They're gone. And also, if you're looking for a podcast that discusses the latest in fall fashion. A podcast that puts you to sleep. A podcast that is literally an hour of my neighborhood's white noise. (laughs) Or a podcast that tells you the secret tip for always putting the USB in the right way every time. Then this is not not the the podcast podcast for for you. I'm Sarah, that's Haley, and we are here to lovingly embrace you with our voices. Hit it! Folks, we'd like to take a moment to thank our friends at Fansets for being the exclusive sponsor of Trek Rewind. This group of hardworking, creative geniuses are always coming up with new and exciting things. And Haley, I took a look at their website yesterday. Star Trek, the women of Trek, Una, who is number one, played by Rebecca Romay. A special one, and it's got glitter. Then there's a Martok and Gowron, which, you know, we've had lunch with them at a Klingon blood lunch or whatever the hell it was called. That was the carrot coin lunch. There you go. Another woman of Trek one. It's seven of nine, but like the card version of seven of nine. So like the hottest version of seven of nine. Then there was some STLV ones. They did an enterprise anniversary pin and a first contact 25th anniversary. It's been 25 years since first contact. That's crazy. I know. Anyway, they they had some cool stuff. Um, That's awesome. I know. So go check it out, people, if you haven't seen those yet. And uh, they have lots more other stuff that's not even Star Trek. If you want Harry Potter or you know what it is. You know all of it. You can go there more than I do about it. And also because you guys are listening and you're rad and and we like our listeners, we want to give you a 10% discount code. And you know what it is. It's rewind in all caps. (laughs) So use it. What do you have to say, Haley? Fansets. Our pins have character, and we thank our friends at Fansets for being the presenting sponsor of Trek Rewind. Mm-hmm. Thanks, yeah. Fansets. Boop, 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 boop. Hi. Hi, how are you? Ah, I'm good. I'm, I'm good today. Yeah? It's the weekend. My new job is kicking my butt. It is so intense, and I've had moments of regret, but I've also <laughs> had moments of like, I can do this. So it's like that. You know, you know, change is scary and not knowing what yeah. you're doing every five seconds is scary. And then having people come to you and being like, you know, I'm new, right? Like I'm not, mm, yeah. not you can't solve your problems. You can't yeah. solve your problems. And I kind of miss having like being at home and now I'm in the office. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I, I mean, it's fine. It's just kind of like, you mean you want me to put on real pants? I was going to mm. say, what do you even wear? Like, I know. I, and I was reading somewhere that like office sort of culture will change just because everyone's they like comfy clothes like if you feel comfortable you're gonna feel better instead of like some restrictive dress with tights yep not Um, doing that no forget it and so I it was funny when I was going through all my my clothes and I was like wait no don't throw out like your dresses and work pants because you will have to one day go back to the office and you can't just wear leggings forever I mean I can but shouldn't yeah not a probes not a probes you know what i did yesterday 
Tell me. The church near the house had the succulent society sale. And the church set up like a bunch of tables of succulents and cacti. And I went and I bought $40 worth of succulents. They had some really rare ones that were like 25 bucks each. And I was like, I don't want to kill that. I'm not ready for that yet. I'm not there yet. But I got some, I got one that looks like, it's like they're really tall. It looked like little crab legs coming out of the dirt. And they're like going from like a dark red to like an orange to a yellow tip and hot pink. It's like really cool. Wow. I'll send you photos. And then I got another one that's, um, got like it looks like little like I almost want to say like liquid pills like with a flower that blooms off of it and then yeah I got some really weird things I've never seen before so I have um I have them downstairs under my grow light because of my other yeah. seeds but I haven't even had a chance to think about like now what do I really want to do with these like do I want to do like one big display and kind of try to have it somewhere close to a window or do I want to yeah but I'm excited that's great oh yeah. cool and then cool. like was it sort of a fundraiser thing also or just like no it's that there's this society this succulent cactus like you know enthusiast club it's 20 bucks a year to join they meet once a month and talk about succulents and then twice a year they put on a on a show because they all are growers and have their greenhouses so this is a chance for them to like make money and they probably put some into their own kitty and then do it as like a business so yeah yeah there was like one display that was just like just display only and it was like a fancy like whoa mm-hmm. and then there was about four tables like long tables like what you'd see in a church bazaar full of all different wow. types of plants and cacti and hanging baskets and some were already pre like beautiful displays for a bit more and then they all had their little, little like check out my instagram page and we grew them all here on the island and yeah it was cool. oh wow that's awesome yeah. i like that and it's like a community feel as well like yeah cool as I look at my dead and dying plants. Oh, it can be a lot of work. Well, I left them for two weeks and then it was really hot. Yeah, there you go. And they can't all make it. They can't all make it. How are you? I'm fine. I'm good. I, I uh, don't really have a lot to update you on. I've Work has been insane because we're getting that vaccine card thing starting tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That's been fun. So everyone and their dogs like, when do I have to use the vaccine card? And I'm like, just watch the news. Just yeah, everything's on the website because Brad and I were reading it, and we're like, okay, clearly we don't need to worry about it if we're going to McDonald's, but we need to worry about it if we're going to a pub or restaurant. Like, and we hardly go out anyways. We're not going to any concerts anytime soon or any. Oh hell no! For us, it's like it doesn't make a difference. No, and our it, lives it are not changing. No, I know. Same. Um, so that's been fun. And I was in Vancouver for the last week, and now we're back in Victoria. I'm by city, so mm-hmm. keep a place um, in both cities. Yeah, it's it's uh, good times. It's <laughs> fun on the wallet. Um, but we had like such a beautiful ferry ride home on Friday afternoon. We just we were at the very front of the boat, mm. Jack and Rose. And um, just warm, calm water. Perfect. There was dolphins. I didn't see them. I kept blinking and they were gone. And like, Damn it. Uh, you got to prop your eyes open with your fingers and be that weird person who's just like, I just want to see the do-. And then you get something in your eye and it's the whole thing. It's exactly. It's like you were there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then other than that, I'm going to try my hand at making uh, pho from scratch this Yum. afternoon so I've got all the all them bones I got pork. all uh pork and beef Mm-mm. yeah and then um you're supposed to like grill onion and 
ginger. So it's kind of smoky and then, mm. and then just go from there. So I'll let you know. And uh, yeah. And then back to the slog tomorrow uh, work. And you know it. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing else is really that crazy. We want, we're still on our Seinfeld watch. We're in season six and we just watched the episode with, um, Oh, which one was it? My brain is so overused right now because of work. I don't remember yeah. anything. Ugly um, baby. No, it was. Oh, okay. Remember there was that episode where the guy got injured and Elaine stopped to get juju bees or like, the, and he was all mad. And then they, it's when they see him again. And somebody said to him like, Oh, Elaine says hi. And she's like, I didn't say hi. And he was like, oh. writing his book. <laughs> and then George was dating a woman who he loved the apartment and her roommate was yes. a guy that looked like George. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so we've that's where we're at. So, oh, and then good. meanwhile, Kramer and Newman were playing Risk, and it was like they're leaving it in Jerry's apartment because it was a neutral ground, so nobody would. Yeah, cheat. yeah, that's so funny. That's yeah. Funny. And then I started Shit's Creek from the beginning. I wanted to watch a few episodes, and I just was uh, like, oh, I got to give this its full attention. This will be the next one after Seinfeld. So it's so good. It's such so a feel good show. It yeah, really yeah, yeah. John keeps slapping my hands down because I keep doing like. Alexis oh, things with my hands yeah. and he's like stop it <laughs> you know. you're a little bit Alexis I am I can't help it mm-hmm. I love oh. it I love him um Dan Levy mm. everything I want to be like his character that I want to be that disgusted by things and like not hide it and try and be polite because he's always just like oh my god <laughs> it's like yeah. I internally am about a lot of things but I never really try to let it show out of being polite and I'm like he's so good polite? he's yeah. so good he's a treasure yeah. I love Facial him I just want to put him in my pocket and have him everywhere to <laughs> everything in my life that sounds good I would like that too yeah um yeah. let's just get right to it I I'm excited for you to read the synopsis um, or to hear your synopsis. I mean, that Uh that you wrote yourself. Yeah. Um, I was really excited to watch this episode too. It was actually a lot better than the first one. Cause the first one I was like, I know the cliffhanger lore data's uncle. All right. So descent part two. Yeah. Here we, here we go. Uh, Let's also, let's still be friends after this. I don't know how this is going to go. Okay. (laughs) Thank you, Swear. Virtual Swear. Got it. So, full disclosure, I wrote this synopsis from the common room in the BC provincial female holding cell after being picked up on charges of mischief. So, if this is a more emotional synopsis, you know why. So, last time we watched this season, Sarah. Last time we watched the season two episode, we saw Data's uncle, Lore, right? Right. So here we go. Lore, played by Bent Spinner, (laughs) is full of emotion. He's all proud and cocky and, oh no, so is Data. He has emotion now too. Troy senses it and here we have just what we've been wanting. Two over-emotional robots. (laughs) The three... The three Starfleet generals, Troy, LeVar, and Picard, stand with their phasers pointing up awkwardly while Data and Lore talk about how loyal they are to each other and how Picard's playing around with Hugh messed up the Barg Collective. <laughs> Lore found them all effed up, broken, and in disarray, and he gave them purpose. And now Lore and Data are filled with glee at 
being perfection and now biological species are on their way out like last season's high-rise denim jeans a thank you goodbye bye-bye I never, I never i never got into those I can't. bye 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 crusher and a new ensign on the block are in charge of the ship and they are very out of their element but it's okay because benito martinez from soa thank you i thought it was him and the shield is in the transporter room taking care of business what was his name like salazar or something yep in the salazar. show yep. yeah it's a painful sequence of two women out of their comfort zone trying to save lives, but ended up leaving 47 people behind on a planet, Riker and Worf included. Riker puts Crusher in her place by constantly using her first name because he's a dink of a man. Data has the blues, and he's only getting bad emotions from his uncle. Anger and rage and hangry? He takes Jordy's visor like a dick and declares, I am not a puppet anymore. I am a real boy. <laughs> A severe-looking mustard officer claims he has the answers to all problems when it comes to beaming up those left behind. Him and his high cheekbones and wind-blown hair tell it like it is, and Crusher is crushing it now. Lore wants to use the trio to experiment, but so far it's resulted in brain damage. So now I'm scared they're going to experiment on Picard and he could die. And it makes me think about the men's store guy who could die. And now I'm crying uncontrollably. Ah, It's true. He got fired, right? Do you know that? (laughs) I did not know that. Yeah, well, I'm I'm obviously. Yeah, no doubt. (laughs) Where Where are those commercial actors now? You're going to like it. You're going to like the way you... Hugh has shown up. Riker and Worf are with him, and they are looking at two broken Borg that literally look like how I feel after a night of Ed Hardy wine in Vegas. True. Jordy is strapped into an exact replica of the bed prescribed to me for my back misalignment, and Data is neutralizing pain receptors in Jordy, and the whole scene has a Fifty Shades of Mustard vibe going on. <laughs> Picard brutally murders an innocent Barg, but at the same exact moment, douchebag Data is returning with a messed up Geordie. This episode is dark. And then the dumbest thing ever happens. Troy asks Geordie if he is in pain. Can't she sense that? She sure as shit could in season one, episode one. Fuck's sakes. True. Crusher and the transporter dude Salazar, a.k.a. Salad Sar. <laughs> They're saving lives like it's a matter of life and death. And I'm so pleased. In fact, I'm tickled pink to see Crusher kick butt. To think she has such a strong episode only to soon follow up with the green fart ghost sex episode. (sighs) Shields up, red alert. And I want to sing, Beverly, (laughs) you don't have to put on the red light. (laughs) Like that song by the cops. Roxanne. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to take this moment to say how handsome LeVar is, and he has beautiful teeth and a great smile. Now back to the storyline. Jordy is bringing up memories and trying to connect with mean torture master Data, and I don't know if it's helping. Data is so hard to read. He's having doubts, and Laura is much more evil, powerful, sexy, mysterious, dangerous, bad boy. Gross. Uncle Laura is giving Data weird pleasure emotions and it's all rather uncomfortable. This is not a show for children, people. The Ensign talks back and fights 
to be heard and throws shade at Lieutenant Cheekbones, who giggles with delight that the ensign didn't blow them up. Girl power up in here! Oh man, I took a few moments to check on my 18 Tamagotchis and looked up to find Lore telling Data to kill Picard, but now Lore wants to kill Data and Hugh saves the day by launching himself onto Lore's arm. There's fighting in every corner of the room and Lore slips out. Lore shows Data his bent back fingernail trick again, and it grosses him out so much that he shoots Lore and deactivates him. Thank God. Data wants Lore disassembled. He was going to try and lead his Borg buddies, and Picard wishes him luck. Jordy, being a better man than most, forgives Data, and even saves his emotion chip for a date TBD. Data's cat, Buttons, is there too. The end. <laughs> Buttons. <laughs> it was that or socks, right? <laughs> yeah, oh, so good. Socks. Oh, well done. I have some thoughts on this episode. Okay. This was much better than the first one, in my opinion. Agree. Because Laura and Data together is just like, that's what you want. Totally. Like, bring it on. I want it. And there's more action. I loved Beverly Crusher in this episode. Taking charge up there, kind of looking around, being like, there's a lot of beeping lights. And I got a chick up here who really doesn't know what she's doing because <laughs> it's her first day on the job. <laughs> but they did it. And they did it well. It wasn't like over the top cheesy. They even kind of put that cheekbone guy in his place. Yeah. Um, he was so good in this. He's such a good character. Now I want to rewatch Picard mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. he's so good in Picard mm-hmm. and looks good in Picard. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. Damn. Um, and Laura's outfit was hot. And I just like that there was a lot of like supporting cast in this that we'd never seen before, like Salazar, Cheekbone yeah, Guy, the ensign yeah. chick that was helping out Crusher. Like that was like they all like held their own. And usually totally. that doesn't happen. Yeah. And I heard that I read that they originally wanted to put Barkley in that part of instead of the girl. And I'm glad they didn't like, even though I like Barkley and it would have been, it would have been too intense. And yeah, 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 he would have been too much. I think she was good because she like, she did her job. Yeah, she did. She, and she was, yeah, she was nervous, but she was able to do it. And yeah, it was, that was good. I agree. I also At first I thought she was the actress from Days of Our Lives, but uh, she wasn't, I don't think. Who, Lexi? Yeah. So I think Lexi was played by a few actresses over the course of the series. And I was yeah, like, oh. she was. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so funny. Like, wh- why does my brain know that? Um, Lore's hockey pad outfit with the abs. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd like to see that on my floor. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Nice. There's a really good new commercial out for a Star Trek um this is where all the listeners are going to be like pulling their hair out because i'm not going to get it right and they're going to be like yelling at the that they're wherever they are in the grocery store where they listen to this podcast i don't know where they listen to this podcast in their car there's a new video game that's supposed to be on like your app like a phone app you like star trek game and the commercial is jonathan frakes lavar burton and brent spiner and they all look like the hottest dads in the world in their different like different chairs that they're sitting in and it's like google it or look for it on youtube whatever the app yeah. for this new game because i see that i saw it on twitter scrolling through and okay. i was like haley's got a Haley's gonna like this this is Haley's I gotta see. yeah it's good i wonder if i can figure out what it's called while you tell me your thoughts on the episode okay i also really enjoyed this episode um uh i i thought it was interesting that data was neutralizing Jordy's pain receptors like that to me was kind of like he didn't have to do that so it yeah. was kind of his um his goodness shining through i also thought 
Brent Spider must have had such a gas with this episode because, you know, he he gets to be a little bit out of the box. And mm-hmm. <laughs> John was like, well, that's Brent Spider's older brother playing lore. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> he was just kidding anyway. Um, but yeah, it's and lore is like such a great character. And then I thought also disassemble lore I'm sorry, but before was also disassembled and they were able to reassemble him. And so disassembling lore is not necessarily going to neutralize him in any way, unless they actually like yeah. throw, throw the pieces of his body throughout space. Um, um, but other than that, I, I really enjoyed it as well. Um, yeah. I'm glad that like Beverly was like, wait a second, we don't have to physically go back to, send a signal just do it with a beacon and turn around and go get those 47 people you left (laughs) and then like when Riker and and Worf get like ambushed by the Borg like when they're trying to sneak up to the observatory (laughs) thing or whatever I was like come on man like what you're like chief is secure like anyway but I thought it was beautiful that they were on there was like this nice like sunset kind of like purpley sky sepia tone yeah which Instagram filter is that one right Valencia. How am I unable to find, like, it felt like the other day, all I was seeing was ads on this goddamn game. And uh, now it's like nowhere to be found. Can we phone a friend? How does that work? There, I just found it now. Oh. Like literally Sarah Star Trek game commercial 2021. That's all you have to do. Okay. I'm just going through Twitter, looking at like Jonathan Frakes and all them being like, where did you guys retweet this? Are you supporting your own work? Oh man, I'm watching it right now. Hang on. Will we get the, Ah. Uh, I think I, there's a few different ones. I saw one where like Brent was like dancing around or something. Oh, and it was fun. like, yeah, I think they did no, a bunch of different is, commercials. The one that I just saw had Jordy with his like um uh thing. Uh you know the thing? It's like a Pfizer? Field. No. <laughs> no. What's is the game like called? Fleet Command. Star Trek. There it is. Oh, I'm even following their account. Oh, on Twitter. So there yeah, you go. I might well, YouTube cool. later and see how many there are. If there's like three or four videos, but either way, the commercials, I was just like, they look so cute. They're yeah. having so much fun. They're all best friends in real life. I love that. And that's always my favorite thing about seeing them on stage is that they always talk about like, Oh, we all got together for Christmas. And like, they're just such a, it's just so nice to see that after all this time. Yeah. They're all still like BFFs. Super cute. Super cute. Great episode. Loved it. Loved it. Um, let's find some fast facts here. Okay. I have, I have one. Sure. I knew, I knew I recognized this from somewhere. Lore's Borg compound is also the command center in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. <laughs> I never watched it, but I had a feeling. Oh you know man. That. Such a good show. Didn't one of them murder somebody? Yeah. Um, it, but it was the Red Ranger from like the, like after Jason. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, Laura's final scene is similar to the deactivation of HAL 9000 in 2001 A Space Odyssey, 1968. Indeed, both characters start appealing to the compassion of the person trying to deactivate them after previously threatening that person, and both pronounce their final words in a deep, slow voice as their systems fail. (laughs) And side note, as that scene was happening, I just kept thinking of Michael Scott. Yes! I was was just just learning learning to love. That's us too! That's so funny! I love how Pam, like Pam, knows how to like shut him down. Like Michael, 
I was just learning to love, like in his <laughs> smile. Oh God, it's so, that's all I was picturing. Me too. Oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> that's funny. The actor James Horan, who plays Lieutenant Barnaby in this episode, also played Dr. Jabril in Star Trek The Next Generation Suspicions, 1993, from season six. The first episode featured the invention of a metaphasic shield to allow a ship to enter the corona of a sun. In this episode, Horan's character suggests using the same metaphasic shield to hide the Enterprise in the sun's corona to escape the Borg ship. Side note, side note. John brought this up. Uh, why would they call it the sun? That's not the sun. That's just a star. Right? And that's I a good was, one. I, yeah, and then I, like, do this stupid question where I'm like, well, but, like, is any star that has, like, celestial bodies orbiting orbiting it considered a sun? And he's like, no, we just call our star the sun or Sol. And I was like, fudge. <laughs> that's brought up in one of the um fast facts and i didn't use it because oh. i didn't pull all the ones from internet movie database because sometimes oh, you just yeah, don't need I, to have a billion things it it actually is in here yeah the design of data's emotional chip seen here is different than the one seen in star trek generations 1994 i'm not surprised yeah oh and yeah. then look at this it is at, at one point tate I was like, Tate, Taint? <laughs> I was going to write that too. And I was like, don't do it. No, because I, yeah. Tate refers to a star as the sun. That is done ever so often on the show. Nevertheless, it is technically a star. Tate is from the science section and should know this. <laughs> you should know this. You're fired. Even You're though all- you saved the day, that's not enough. Yeah. You got a word wrong. Yeah. Um, when Dr. Crusher, when Dr. Crusher captains the Enterprise, she gives an order to the helm. Helm, set a course to the conduit. At that moment, you hear Officer Tate responding, I, sir, Tate was not at the helm. Classic rookie move. Ensign Tate says she has modified the ship's tractor beam emitter to generate a high-energy pulse that can be used to create a large coronal eruption that could destroy the Borg ship. However, when she emits the beam, it is shown coming from the ship's ventral phaser emitter. The tractor beam emitter is located a little further back on the ventral side of the secondary hull. You just did that so Alexa style. It's not even funny. Yeah. I just saw a blue jay in the backyard while writing this. <laughs> I did. And I had to write it down because you talked about it in the last, all the ones you saw in Ontario. You saw a real blue jay or a stellar jay? Oh, I don't know. But it had like the weird head shape and it was blue, like a dark blue. Oh, that's a stellar jay. But that's okay. Th- that's okay. That's yeah. so exciting. I'm, I'm glad that I read that out for you. I saw I saw that and then I saw two pigeons fighting and then I saw a woodpecker fighting a pigeon and I was like what is going on in my backyard you know that was yesterday morning I like birds when birds start acting weird it makes me uncomfortable mm. mm-hmm. see it do you say see this I say see it don't fucking see it Absolutely. and the guys said see it too both Bill and Dan said oh see good it. yeah as they yeah. should because it's yeah. good it is good um I didn't come up with a would you rather for this. I didn't really have anything. I couldn't think. I would you rather wear Laura's outfit or would you rather save the ship? Jeez, actually, that one's kind of tough. Can't it be both? <laughs> would you rather watch this episode or watch an episode of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? Oh, I'd rather watch this episode again. Yeah, me too. 
Do we see Laura again? What? Or is that it? Do we see Laura again or is that it? Uh, that That's a good question. Because this is season seven, correct? Start of season seven. So I can't imagine that we see him again. No. Which is kind I of wonder sad. what happened to his bits and pieces. Do they bring it? Why do I feel like it's brought up at some point with maybe B4 in Generations or, or in um, Nemesis? I don't know. I should look up some Star Trek Wikipedia, get some fast facts, because I wouldn't be surprised if it's brought up maybe in a future episode of Picard, because now we're touching base on a whole bunch of weird post data. Like, you know, like it's a big thing of the show. Yeah, yeah. That show is good. Oh, fuck. That show was so good. Yeah, man. I I think it's one of my favorite series of Star Trek. It is really good. You know, yeah. Just because I love all I love that it's like the, this is the first time you're watching a Star Trek series where the ship is being run by a like ragtag troop of Motley Crew. like it's just like a bunch of random weird people coming together and it makes me think of like Ocean's Eleven where it's like do we need one more we need one more let's yeah. pick up Raffi and like or let's get Seven of Nine showing up and like the yeah you never know what guest star is going to come in because I remember you know when the first trailer drops and you get like a hint of like Seven of Nine you're like oh my god and then you get a hint of like Q and then you see Echeb and you're like the heck and now obviously they're dropping hints like Q but then you yeah. don't know, like, what other people say, like, oh, I might make an appearance. You're like, really, Michael Doran? Or really, Lamar? Yeah. Or really, like, are you saying it to tease? Are you saying it to, because it's true? Yeah. yeah. Or, like, I would love to see somebody from T-Space 9 make an appearance just as a random conversation. Like, why not? They're... Same <laughs> universe. Yeah. Same time. Um, yeah, it is so good. It is really good. It's a great example of how resurrecting something can go so well. And sometimes it can go so bad. Oh, yeah. Um, and this is like, people were hungry for this and people wanted it. And the writing is so good. They did it right. And, yeah. Yeah. It's like mad respect, but enough new stuff for anybody new to the series can be yeah. like, oh, I understand what's happening. Yeah, exactly. It's not all Easter eggs and like hidden inside jokes and stuff, right? Totally. Oh, yeah, that's, I'm going to watch them. Be, yeah, that's a good idea. So good. <sighs> We did it. I have an idea for our next episode. Oh, yay. What is it? You have to do the synopsis, though. So I don't know if you want to watch this episode and do the work for it. But I was thinking imaginary friend. Oh, of course. Yes, I will. With that creepy girl. girl. I hate that girl. So creepy. And she played a bitch on like Full House or something. Oh, no. Yeah. All right. So this is going to bring up a lot of stuff. Yeah. I am happy to do the work for it. Uh, that's a good episode. Um, it is a good episode. I like it. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. Did you ever have an ima- imaginary friend? No, me neither. What does that mean? I think it means that we were active imaginations enough with our own toys that we didn't need to create a kid to play with our toys with. Yeah. 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 Okay. I think I remember being a kid and thinking like, should I have one? Like, I don't know. That sounds like a lot of work. I don't think I'm going to remember. Oh, that's not doing it for me. Like I'm fine yeah. just to like make up a world with my toys or whatever. Totally. Yeah. Same. Okay, good. And I had friends too. Like I had a few friends, so I, I wasn't like not, whereas this kid's on a ship with like, there's no kids really. There's, yeah, exactly. So yeah. what are you going to do? Like go to the holodeck and make a bunch of friends. Oh, actually, why wouldn't they do that? That's a good idea. And totally yeah. healthy. Totally healthy. Yeah, it worked for Jordy. Oh, wait, no. He fell in love with his. Oh, gosh. Okay. (laughs) Oh, that's an episode that's considered one of the worst in TNG, and I don't know if I can even bring myself to watching Aquiel. 
<laughs> I think I want to watch it at some point because I do, I am loving Journey so much more now as an adult. And LeVar Burton. I mean, yeah, God, that man is a treasure. He is. He's so good. I think we should just turn this podcast into a LeVar Burton appreciation podcast. Well, we can always have a LeVar Burton appreciation corner. There we go. We'll find fast facts about his life, starting with his great. childhood and then move all the way up. That's not creepy at all. Not it sounds all. good. Um, this, he, this week we're focusing on his 20 to 24 year range. Like, I don't know. Did you hear he wanted to help out people during the pandemic by like reading stuff, but because of copyright, like he was going to do a podcast, but because of copyright, he, um, oh. you have to, like he he would do only publicly available stuff, and then Neil Gaiman, I think his name is, just it was a, in a tweet, and he was like, "You have like full access to my whole library of books, Lavar. Like read anything and everything I've ever written." And I was amazing. Like, this is ugh, it's just it was so nice to see because you know we're still in this shithole pandemic garbage, yeah. and it's not going away. No, like everyone at work is talking so. Yeah, everyone at work is talking so much about like, well, when we get those telework agreements in for October, I'm like, stop stressing about it. It's not going to be. Oh, don't worry about it. No, we're not. People are not going to be. No one's going back. I don't want to go back. And do you know that directors, like managers, direct, like excluded staff, are supposed to be in the office full time? I'm in the full office, but I'm under the guise of it being um, six month probation. But even then, I've already been told like. How's Frank doing? Like, you want put your telework agreement one day a week. It can be random, just so you have it as a written and backup. But then, like yeah. in like a month or two, like we'll figure it out. And I was like, yeah. like I have my own office, so I just close the door anyways if I have to. But so awesome. <clears throat> but you should bring Frank to work. Oh my gosh, I could do that. Maybe, maybe that'd be funny. Yeah, <sighs> I think that's it. I feel right. good about that episode. You did a great job of reading that synopsis. It's not, it's not easy to read somebody else's writing. I find it just can be yeah, hard. But. It's not, but you're, you're a good writer and you also know how I speak. And so it's like you wrote it knowing how I would speak it. Whereas when I wrote mine for you, it was like how I would say it. And you have such a better style of talking though. Like you talk more like a human, whereas I'm like a little bit more like, just talk more just like learning human. to love <laughs> <laughs> hi i'm david we're both good at picking up on song lyrics i'll say oh, that man. because i picked up yeah, the the- alert <laughs> that's so good that it's lunch. Yeah, i hope it's mac and cheese oh, um well, mac and cheese should, that would be good mm-hmm. we should have like a we should have like a song lyric in every synopsis mm-hmm. that could be good it could mm-hmm. also go horribly wrong. I also feel like there's potential to really do something funny. And I just had an idea now. I'm not going to spoil it. So. Okay, well, write it down. Don't forget. I won't forget. You write it down. I wrote it down. <laughs> I like the little <laughs> smile. I'm excited. Lid on pen. Yay! So what are you going to do for the rest of your day other than make ba? Uh, what's going to be on the background? You got someone at the house? Are you going to have some music or a podcast or some TV? Uh, John's took, taken off, uh, up the coast. He's, he, uh, gave me all of his, where he's going to go. He's going up like past soup. And so he's, um, cause he knew that we were doing podcasting today. So he's like, oh, I'll just take off. Um, so 
I'll be doing my soup and then I'll go to Chinatown at some point. And then I wait until eight o'clock. And if I haven't heard from John, then I have to call search and rescue. So (laughs) no, like legit. (laughs) I know. Well, he goes to, yeah. And and, like, there's no cell coverage where he's going. And so. He's the guy that you, you hear about on the news and you yell at the TV being like, what idiot did that without the proper stuff? (laughs) Well, and he has, he could be that guy. (laughs) Yeah. He has all the proper stuff, which is good, but he's like. Shit happens. Shit, yeah, he's like, I could take a tumble. I'm like, no, a tumble. A An alien yeah, could come and abduct bear. him. Bears are in that area. So anyway, I'll, I'll be waiting until like 8 o'clock ticks around and hopefully I'll hear from him before then, but I'm not going to worry about it. You know why? Because I'm on, meds. Night? I'm on meds for that. Yes. So he's not even having any of the fog? Oh, he'll, be, he'll probably be back before 8. Oh, okay. He'll have fog when he comes home. Okay. Oh, he'll have it. He'll have fall whether he likes it or not. Darn right. And then you're going to watch um, Seahawks and just graze and snack and be awesome. I'm going to do that. And then I might do a little bit of work because I brought my laptop home. I just want to organize my notes because I took just so many notes. So I'm like, I just want to come in tomorrow morning, like with a firm list of my to do's. Nice. Um, but also it's the weekend and like nothing's that important in my life at work. That's, that it's, people are yeah. Gonna, yeah. I it's did that fine line of, yeah, I, it's, it's the, yeah. The thing is, is like, you can do work. If you open up your laptop, you will find work to do like the oh, to-do yeah. list and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I feel the same. I'm like, no, you know what? Like this week is going to be nuts. Like just yeah. go in it tomorrow morning. Figure mm-hmm. out. Oh, and I'll go over my questions again for my interview tomorrow. Actually, I will ask you something once we stop recording and then, um, Tonight is a new episode of The Walking Dead, so I will be uh, eyes glued watching that because that is my jam, and it's the last season of the series, so every episode is a disastrous treat of carnage and possible character deaths. I don't know what to expect. Loving that. And then then it'll be like a soupy time, and I'll be be happy for that. Yeah. I love Ben. Me too. All right. That's it. We did it, folks. That is another episode of Trek Rewind. We hope you enjoyed it because we sure did. And that means tuning in next time because we will be doing Imaginary Friend. If you want to get in touch with us, you can go to the trekgeeks.com website and do different things there, like leaving a voicemail. Uh, How old school is that? (laughs) Twitter is Trek Rewind. And of course, uh, the Trek Geeks Network has their Camp Kittimer over on Facebook and other places like they have Twitters and Instagrams and all that kind of fun stuff. I don't think there's a TikTok yet. Maybe somebody should do that. Um, You know, you could fax us, but I don't don't really think I have the setup that I want for that. So don't think I'll do it. Don't (laughs) just do that. Um, Anyway, thanks, Haley, for being here and having fun. And thanks to everybody over on Patreon and all the supporters. And hi to everybody on the network. Hope you're all doing well. Thank you, Five Year Mission. Thanks, Fansets. Um, Yeah. Until next time, Haley Frequency's closed. I'm hurling. To infinity. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Bye.